0: Three. Welcome back to Only the Important Stuff. I'm your host, Jeff Heinrich. On today's episode, we have two guests that have generated a lot of buzz when they have been on from their ridiculous takes and ridiculous stories, and I guess I would just say, sit back and enjoy the ride, because that's what I was trying to do while keeping these two on track. So here we go. Mr. Rossby and the legendary Rocky. Enjoy, folks. How you guys doing? Welcome back, Rocky. Ross, what's good, my man? Look at Rocky. He is just, he's just laid out. He's
1: laid out. Oh, I'm on the couch. I'm on the couch,
0: man. Well, this, yeah. is, this is a market improvement over the first time he was on, where he was out on his patio in a lawn chair, <laughs> peeing in the rocks every two hours. And you're yeah,
1: in Denver, that's... Colorado in December, last time you are on. So, so why, were you all, why were you outside, you dumbass?
2: Uh, it was the summertime, man.
1: It was a fire pit. But the, tonight,
2: I was going to go in the hot tub, but yeah, it would have been horrible audio. Um, Just hearing yeah. bubbles in the background. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Good shit, face.
0: Welcome back, you fucks. Uh, I'm going to ask because I feel like Ross has something different in his hand. But what are you guys drinking tonight? Rock. uh
2: Jameson Ginger with a
0: slice of orange. Oh, that's new. You want a snack with your drink? Nah, fruit snacks. That's Let's a good not one. pick on
2: me. It's pick on Roth Day. <laughs> no. Hey, no. He washes <laughs> <whacks his> balls. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Jameson and ginger is one of my favorite drinks. Good call on that. With the what's orange? With like you, you an orange, orange? There? huh? With
2: what, oh. an orange, man.
0: What's the orange about? What's, what's this? About the, the orange feels new.
2: Yeah, it's just a little flavor. All
1: right, Ross, your turn. Well, I, I'm a little scared to talk to do what I'm about to do. <clears throat> oh God! you're getting white you, claw. No, nah, you would think so, but I'm doing. Let's see if you guys can see a little High West. Oh yeah. Whiskey over here, eh? <laughs> And you know I don't drink that much, so the last one I did Miller High Life and wine was destroyed. So we'll see how well this one goes with High West and whisk High West whiskey. Two things. Nice. One.
0: One. I don't oh, think it's going to go well. Um, and so my goal tonight is to try and keep this on some form of a path, even though I don't have a path that we're headed down. to. Rocky, you can see Ross. Why are you asking him what he's drinking?
1: I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna rip it tonight.
0: Rocky's he's done Rocky. three. Rocky's done three costume changes since we started. <laughs> That's, That's correct. This is so much fun. That's this correct. Snapback. There you go. To cowboy hat to snapback. Hey, Jeff, is this the first podcast with three people? This is. This is this is the first oh, yeah. attempt
3: first threesome.
0: at having a threesome on a podcast. Rocky, I heard
1: your last one, man. Yours was fire. I
0: was laughing out
1: loud the whole time I was driving. I I, I had a gig like two hours north of Fort Lauderdale, and I was driving mm-hmm. back. Gotta listen to your whole thing, man. I was I was I was losing. It was good. Yeah, uh, we're just drinking, telling stories, man talked about how much uh how much money i won off you in golf a couple years ago oh, that was my. good that
0: was yeah i want to hear that story from you ross
2: yeah yeah
1: because
0: yeah, it,
2: it, it,
1: it was a similar story to what rocky was talking about he was demolished i was sober mm-hmm. and i was maybe a uh six handicap and rocky was a 44 i was claiming
2: i was claiming a 12 but really it was a 44
1: you but let me say something
2: straight. to my defense. This was pre-lasik, and I didn't have my glasses, and it was almost dark. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it was just visibility.
1: I mean, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that that definitely had a big part to it. Mm-hmm. But I I would win. So we we finished 18 holes with our with our infamous uh, GFT golf tournament. We finished 18. <laughs> a lot of you guys go in and eat dinner. Me, Rocky, and two of the Nesvig brothers. Who was it? It was Steven and Tim? Steven I, and Tim. Steven and Tim, man. Yeah. Who, who was on my team? You had Tim. And I had Steven.
2: But well, then yeah. we did the one-on-one, right? So we just kept going, and it was just man and you And everyone's
1: eating dinner, and it's literally getting dark. It is dark. No, the Nesbigs were with us the whole time, I think.
3: Mm-mm.
2: Well, you know For sure. They were,
1: they were the yeah. first. They kept telling me, stop it, Rocky. You're going to yeah. lose. Yeah. Don't do it.
0: Yeah, Rob and they, better
2: than you.
0: they yeah. told that story so loudly when they got back in the clubhouse. <laughs> that's because I won $1,500 off of them.
3: <laughs> hey, man.
1: You know I only, what? T- I only, I only t- accepted 750 I only accepted 50% of it. <laughs> it,
3: it because all
1: the ATM would shut out. Yeah, no, I took the 750 because the, the ATM machine ran out of money, and that's all there man. was. I said, we're, we're good. We're good with the $750. No, that's funny. That's all Craigan's golf club had in the ATM <laughs>
0: That's
1: ridiculous.
2: Yeah, it's money. It happens. Uh, what well, to answer your question,
1: Jeff. We, we we finished 18 holes and then we went to the par three course and we just wanted to get down on some gambling and it was uh one hole at a time, and it was me and Tim versus Steven and Rocky, but we could take our partner shots. And I I couldn't miss and tim couldn't miss and rocky couldn't hit you couldn't see couldn't hit
0: yeah couldn't see
1: it was a fucking shit
0: show yeah yeah what is that one of your favorite memories of gfd and for those one of us well for both of you right and so like for those that don't know like you know the the 20 the 20 people that
1: losing 1500
2: dollars fucking fun First of all, no. It was not my fondest memory. It was one of my worst memories. <laughs> <You> fucking dick. <laughs> uh, I, I will tell you, I'm pretty sure was with Steven, and we decided to go off-roading, going back to the gambler's hole, and we hit a fucking log and decided to just keep going. Well, we didn't know the log was being towed behind us, and we fucked that golf cart up, and we looked at each other like it was a dead body. And we're like... Remember that. We just grabbed yeah. all of our stuff yeah. and we left it and then we just ran off because they didn't take our card number. Um God, I hope nobody from Craig is listening to this. I doubt
0: I don't it. anyways
2: <laughs> That's
1: probably what my fun is. That and the mushrooms.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> mushrooms was last year. Was yeah. Mushroom Rocky. Mushroom Rocky. We're gonna yeah. microdose. We're just gonna microdose. Yeah. It's gonna be no big deal. It's like the new trend. We'll microdose and you macrodosed and didn't know. <laughs> You thought my house was melting. You didn't know what was going on. Oh man! I remember being oh, at the bonfire sorry. and and <clears throat> you just stood up and put your arms around Jeff. Oh, and I my I wife is it. leaning into me, going, "What's what, what's Rocky
2: doing? What's that thing called an inception? The top?" It's on mushrooms it? right now. What did Leonardo DiCaprio have mm-hmm. to know that you were in reality and he spun the top? What do you what do you call that?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a top, but I don't know what they no. call it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They used yeah. a term for it to, like, ground you in reality. Yeah, that was you, Jeff. I, I, I needed a friendly... <sighs> yeah,
3: that was fun. It was
2: <laughs>
0: so the best. We kept, like, no. telling you to slow down, and then we'd look at you, and you just had this big-ass smile on your face, and you just throw, like, two more in. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, an yeah. hour and a half later, wow. he's just asleep on your couch... <laughs> In your basement.
2: Oh, I wasn't asleep. I was fucking hiding from demons, man. I mean, it
1: was wild, wild west, man, flying around. Jeff, he was such a a, like a mushroom ambassador trying to get us to do it. None of us would do it. And then when he was seeing demons in the house melting, it just wasn't really inspiring
0: me to to want to do it. Yeah, Yeah, I took way too many. That was not. It's not a good infomercial. That's what yeah, it felt like.
3: It, but
2: about seven-eighths of it. <laughs> well, that was a lot.
0: <laughs> but uh, uh, it was good stuff. So so apparently, know, like, I'm this podcast like has become, like, uh, drug-taking PSA, right? Like, Nick didn't know uh, that you snorted cocaine. My brother didn't know that you drank ayahuasca. So...
2: Well, I, who snorted cocaine?
0: Well, no one. I know you have cocaine stories, (laughs) Uh, but Ross and I talked about it, and Nick (laughs) didn't know that you snorted cocaine. He thought you smoked it. Um, But anyways, so (laughs) you had, yeah. Thanks for listening.
2: Uh, (laughs) Who took ayahuasca?
1: I don't remember that part though. Nick really thought that you that you smoke. Maybe you can smoke it. That's crack.
0: Yeah, you smoke crack.
1: Correct. Correct. Is there any way to smoke cocaine?
2: It's it's crack.
1: Yeah, It becomes crack. Oh, so it it goes to crack. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so Nick's Nick's not totally off. Even though Nick's a piece of shit, he's not totally off, right? Correct. No. Well, yes. But he's not Yes,
0: he is. He is totally off. A
1: piece of shit? Oh, he's totally off.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, No, my brother was talking about ayahuasca, and he thought Uh, you smoked it. But you drink it, right? It's a tea. It's like uh, mushrooms in a tea.
2: Yeah, but you can smoke it for a quicker, uh, an immediate like hit, right, so to speak, and you go into la la land. So I hear, I haven't done it yet for like twenty minutes, I right? And man, but I will tell you this though, like man, it was a random story, but it was like a business contact of a contact. We're having lunch. This was like a few months ago, and somehow I mentioned psilocybin, and he just perked up. And this guy's kind of a hippie. He's from Austin. He was out in Colorado for a business being. And uh, he mentioned ayahuasca and he's like, yeah, my buddy's a shaman in Austin. And I'm like, oh my God, I've always wanted to try ayahuasca. So on my 40th, that is one of my bucket lists. I'm going to fly to Austin and I'm going to meet the shaman and I'm going to do ayahuasca for my first time.
0: Wait a second. You're doing that on your 40th? Well, on my 40th. So my goal to go golfing
2: in Scotland or Ireland, there's no way we could do it in February because of the weather. So we would have to do it in like, Okay, March, I was gonna say April, I we' were going to call yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> gotcha you know how it is, man gotcha. It's my fortieth I'm gonna use everything as an excuse
0: perfect, so, perfect. so yeah. so anyways, back to mushrooms, right? You took seven eighths of a bag. How many should you take right? We're this podcast is now educating people on drug usage, uh, so
1: <laughs> Depends on yeah, your tolerance well, what yeah, what is microdosing? when they say microdosing, how much it, are you supposed to be taking?
3: All right, so
2: let's rewind. So you can have regular mushrooms like you see in the store, right? I take it a step further and I grind them down into a pill format because I don't like the taste of mushrooms. It tastes like sunflower seeds. If you were to chew them up, Is a good way to put it. Right. And I'm shelling off. Right. So it tastes like that. Don't like it. So I put them in pill capsule format and I have two versions, the small ones. And then what I call the bangers, the bangers, um, is, a long, is that a rocky term? Yeah, because yeah, my mushrooms are black. The guy I get them from are black, so I call them bangers because they hit harder than the yeah whitest yeah. mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, nice little music Jeez. term. I like it.
2: Yeah, bangers, man. Or oh, those so, bangers. Man. The ones I took out to you were not the bangers. Those were just like the white boy ones. I probably had thirty pills, which is about a half of an ounce of mushrooms, and I took about all of them that's so, too much you should be around an eighth so i should have taken one one fourth of what i took that night and i don't i don't know why i didn't
0: and, yeah so so yeah well Starts good now. for you first of all good for you second what's the like come down da- not the come down but like what's the next day like after a binge on mushrooms nothing. like that nothing nothing
2: so here's the coolest part you take mushrooms hypothetically let's say at 10 in the morning uh-huh. It'll kick in in about an hour, so now you're at eleven a.m., and your trip will probably last about four hours. On that fourth hour and one minute, it's like somebody flips a light switch and everything is normal. It's mm. the weirdest thing, man. Mm. You go from chasing aliens and and you know finger banging a a prostitute on fucking Mars, and then all of a sudden lights <laughs> come on and you're like, oh my god, I'm back to reality. It's it's the coolest weirdest thing. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're not banging prostitutes. You're you're fingering Jeff. Fingering Jeff's butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. I thought, was a, I thought it was a prostitute on Mars. Sorry about that. I don't know what my. It's, it's just Jeff's dirty little starfish.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm super glad we roomed together. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was shit. like Jeff. I was
1: like Jeff. Rocky can just pass out in my basement. You're more than welcome. And I think you just put him over your shoulder. and You're like Rocky. Let's go. Let's dude on. that drive oh, home phone. was the bestest thing in the world was it really oh, i figured God, you were just great. so tired and out of it no
2: no just cranking the right tunes like lights are flying by me like i'm on Woo! an interstate you know what i mean right Woo! oh it was the it was the best that's, the best thing ever
0: i know how to uh, enhance a, a trip that's for right. sure
2: yeah. yeah it's fun man you know I've, d- I've done mushrooms pretty much since in high school but I stopped for like <laughs> ten years and then i re- I refound them about two or three years ago and it's probably the only yeah it is the only drug I do minus some edibles um yeah there's something about it man it just it takes you it unlocks
1: a whole different you know mindset so um, speaking of that yeah. you know I know when you when you smoke weed or you know have like an edible uh, it opens up a different door in the brain and it's, you get really creative. A lot of artists do it to, yeah, to, yeah. to, to write and work on music and things like that. And it just opens up <clears throat> like, like that other door. Does, does uh mushrooms
2: do that yeah. for
1: the oh, yeah. creative, for the creative side of things? Or oh, yeah. is it just, I'm um, on Mars, finger banging prostitutes yeah. doors. You,
2: you are, you are what you make your trip, so to speak. Right? So if I think about hypothetically. I eat some mushrooms and and I really want to focus on not smoking. Hypothetically, if I smoked, right? And if that's all I think about all day and right before I start taking mushrooms, trip, I, Hey, I want to stop smoking. I'm telling you your trip will be about stopping things that you can Oh, wow. Okay. I, <clears throat> when I, when I microdose, I take like a capsule or two, I can go golfing and it is the best thing. I am laser focused, like fucking tiger woods. Really?
1: You know, it's almost like a little Adderall.
2: Oh, yeah. It, it's like Adderall, but better, because everything is greener. Greens are greener, I say. Blues are bluer. It makes you focus. And absolutely, like, I feel like I'm on steroids mm. for that day. And it, it's it's one of the best things in the world. So have you I ever worked out on it? Like, Haven't worked out on it, but I have worked on it. Um, worked <laughs> out. I mean, Ross, to be honest with you, man, you get so creative. You you could literally sit down and write a fucking song. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, why, do, why do you think, like...
0: It's My not going to make any we sense. About- yeah, it's going oh, yeah. awesome. to be about prostitutes on Mars, but you could still write a song. Oh, yeah, no, I can't do yeah. it. I I would love it and never stop. I can't start it because I'll love it. I oh, love, love, is- love it. Love it. Love it. So what is? Go I was, was going to say. So what? You're apparently the resident drug expert. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> uh, what other drugs have you partaken in (laughs) oh god so i've I've pretty much done
2: everything probably except like anything with a needle heroin i've done coke speed ecstasy molly god damn weed mushrooms um rocky
1: you should probably chill out you should probably chill out
2: this. this is when i was like 16 17 right tried trying things um yeah, but by far, mushrooms are my favorite. And other than that, no, no. no.
0: That's so a wild bit to a, me. A
2: little bit of coke is yeah. fun every now and again, just to go fly. Um,
0: What's coke like? God, Tell us what coke is thing. like.
2: Uh, I, I'm loving how this podcast about me doing drugs. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's it's an upper, right? So I feel like you can, you can take on the world. Your confidence is through the roof. Your dick don't work. Um... Oh, totally no coke dick uh just like whiskey dick. your dick don't work but you think it can work right hmm. um yeah you're you're pretty much hyped and pumped up and uh you want to talk a lot sure um absolutely want to talk a lot and yeah you just keep going and you do come up with like crazy ideas that are just super far-fetched mm. but they don't kind of manifest as much as it would say i'm like mushrooms right Mm. um gotcha mushrooms or hallucinogens unlock you know that other 95 percent of your brain and creativity that you don't we don't use as a human being every day sure um it's a gatekeeper
0: right on mm-hmm.
1: how did how did we get into this conversation was I this on know. your copy points jeff that you wanted to bring up right away
0: nope i had zero notes um you brought it up did i, I yeah did. yeah you did No. Yeah talked about his micro-to-macro-dosing. But anyways, yeah, so that was drug talk. Drug 101, you know, for the first 15, 20 minutes. You're welcome, audience, for those that are uneducated. Uh yeah. Happy New Year's, you, you fucks. How are you guys doing?
2: You want to hear a good story when I smuggled back Egyptian mushrooms?
0: Back to drugs. Um, Here we go.
2: Yeah, well, you, you got it because it just dawned on me. So when I was... 18, I went on tour with Corn, Incubus, Guns N' Roses, Crows. was in Europe, traveled back, back, all through Europe, so I ended up in Amsterdam, and there's a few things you have to do in Amsterdam. One of them, drugs. Every, so, um, hallucinogenics um, and marijuana is legal, and every other else, hard drug, is not legal, but
0: uh, what's that terminology they use? Widely available.
2: What? Widely available, but they will not prosecute you. They'll give you, like, a ticket. They won't arrest you. I ended up going into, like, every shop was, like, a pot shop. And this is, you know, 20, 30, 20-something years ago. And uh, the lady behind the counter says, have you ever done hashish? I said, nope. Let me try something. So she gives me some hashish from Afghanistan. And then she's like, you want to try mushrooms? And I said, not on this this go. She's like, but you got to buy them. And they were um, about... Uh, an inch long and super stringy, like, um, spaghetti. Size of your pecker.
1: Oh, okay. yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, soft, but yes. Speaking of that, we'll come back to pecker later. Cause I got something. And, um, <laughs> so they're Egyptian mushrooms. <clears throat> so as I'm leaving Amsterdam, I never take them. I'm like, I've got to get these back to the States knowing full and well, it's a hundred percent illegal to travel outside of Amsterdam and go into another country. So I was heading to Holland and then, um, Belgium. Okay. And I'm like, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna stop me. I am an 18 year old white American by myself. I'm good. So I put the mushrooms in a deodorant cap. So I take the deodorant around. I stuff the mushrooms in it, mm. put the deodorant back in put it in the cap, throw it in my big pack. I shit you not. I've never shit myself so hard. I am sitting on the train on the Euro rail and this guy in a trench coat, like 1980s taps me on the shoulder opens up his coat, and I see a fucking badge. Ooh. If I could have shit myself, I would have. Yeah. But I was yeah. too scared. I started sweating, and he looks at me, and he's like, what was your purpose in Amsterdam? Ooh. I told him, he's like, what did you take back with you? I'm like, nothing. He just looks at me, and I am paranoid as fuck, and I'm just like. Were you sober? Okay. Yes, I was sober. But that made it even worse, because mm. I was partying the night before. Um, he just walks off, and it was almost like fear and loathing where you're tripping out, Good but you're God. really not tripping. Well, I'm even a, more of a dumbass because I decided I'm going to fly home to the United States, so I put it in my carry-on and actually get it all the way um, back from Amsterdam. Actually, I flew out of Portugal, but uh, yeah, Portugal the U.S. So I sm- I'm an
1: international drug smuggling now too. My God! Wow! Yeah, 18 years old, not smart. And not you smart. did you did all that to go see those concerts? Uh, so I
2: actually went on tour with him. I don't know if I ever tell you, so. but I, I was friends with like Monkey and Fieldy. And um, he, uh, I worked at who a personal are these guys?
1: Uh, Who are these guys? Monkey
2: is the lead guitarist, and uh, Fieldy's the or. bass player.
1: Corn. Jeff and Nick were just talking about that when they were talking about uh, their bands, and Corn, I think, was number one on Jeff's list. Was really? Wow. So Jeff, one. did you know that?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's... yeah. Uh, oh, that, yeah. That's why I became friends with Rocky He mentioned that and I was like You gotta be fucking shitting me
2: Oh dude i have seen so much in this world So in 18 Actually I was 17 or 18 I can't remember I was working at a gym Monkey um, worked out there all the time And all the as fuck Sold him weed went to is his This record a, release is this in
3: market.
2: Denver This is in uh, California So I was in Laguna Beach at the time um, Coolest dude in the world man I mean I gotta go to his record release parties Private concerts uh, I drove his Porsche up and down PCH at 17. I'm like, what the fuck? So Nobody one day shit. he comes in and he's like, Rock, yeah, I mean, we just became friends, right? And, you know, we're not BFFs or nothing, but he came in one day and he's like, man, I'll see you in a few months. I'm going on tour. And I said, well, where are you going? He's like, Europe, you know, and I'm like, no fair. I want to go. And I said, you know, he looks at me and he's like, okay. He's like, come on with us. He's like, you pay for your airline ticket over there. I'll cover all the costs for everything. You go to every concert. Oh, my God. And uh, I walked over to my boss that second, and I'm like, I quit. And in 48 (laughs) hours, I'm on a plane to Lisbon, Portugal. Um, Oh. I went to 28 countries. Um, After the fourth or fifth show, my job was to go find groupies. So they'd give me, like, five to ten backstage passes as an american and going out into these festivals where there's no shit and 50 to hundred thousand people with like 16 it's like um what do you call it woodstock in every single country and that's how they that's how they get down with the festival so it was corn incubus guns and roses counting crows and then countless other random artists that oh, i met god that's um great. I was on stage while they're performing every concert. And then I just got burnt out, man, of partying all the time and just running around. So I bought a backpack and I spent three months backpacking through Europe by myself. And then I'd meet corn at major hub cities to go party. And then I'd take off again. Uh, crazy, surreal, right? And uh, yeah. I can't believe yeah. I never
1: heard that, Jeff. And you, you knew about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. We've talked I a couple times videos
2: yeah. that should be on VH1, like behind the scenes.
1: I have one <laughs> where I'm not probably excited. doing that before <laughs> cell phones were even out.
2: Yeah. I had a handhold, a camcorder. And I mean, I'm on stage rocking out. I'm watching the yeah. hundreds of thousands of people just, are you ready? You know, I just, I mean, you'll get goosebumps. I'll never forget. I walked into one room that I probably wasn't supposed to go into as a trailer and there was a mound of cocaine shaped as a pyramid, perfectly, right? It's like a sand castle, but of cocaine. And it was about three feet tall. And there was about a hundred straws lined around the table, oh giant God. table. And I walk in and there was one guy in there and he looks at me and I look at him. He's like, I don't think you should be in here. And I'm like, I don't think so either. <laughs> and I walked out and <laughs> that was the post-concert after party mm. was in that room. An um, estimate, fifty thousand dollars worth of cocaine just sitting on a table. Anybody could have just grabbed a handful yeah. of their, like a yeah. ball.
1: And nobody really? was nobody was watching it. No security. They didn't have any buddies watching it. No. That's insane. But
2: I walked in with a video camera. Like I'm like fucking Bill Nye the Science Guy, right? That's what kind of threw it. I'm like, oh shit, and I kind of put it away. I'm like, mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, good yeah. shit, man. So enough about me, Ross. Tell- good
3: tell lord, I'm Ross.
2: talking. No, this is a jazz podcast.
1: We're hijacking it.
0: No, I'm yeah, I'm loving that. No, you, you guys said you wanted to do Story Wheel. So that's one of Rocky's mm-hmm. story. All right, Ross, let's let's hear one of your crazy ones.
1: Oh, man, I knew you were going to ask that. I, I was about to ask you um, <clears throat> while we were on the corn subject, because I'd never been to a corn concert. You were saying that you would go to the concert with friends and then instantly just get separated due to mosh pits. Oh, yeah.
2: No. Oh me or
1: Jeff? Me. No, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff and Nick were yeah. talking about it on the Nick Nickmas episode. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah,
0: for sure. You but, can't yeah. stay together, man. If you've ever like YouTube a video of those crowds, they're they're I mean, just I mean, I, pure intensity, yeah. dude.
1: You know, I've seen some of the videos, but like the only rock videos that I are rock concerts I've been to, and I don't even know if you really classify it as rock rock, but it was the Incubus three eleven, who's like that kind of era. Sure. Uh, but I've never been to like a rage, a corn, a tool, you know, whatever. Uh, oh, it's a different beast. Got to be on another level, right?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. that's shocking, Ross. Seriously, like, is what you do for yeah. a living, what you've yeah. done, right? Like, that's shocking to me, man. Yeah. I mean, I know you have a different genre, but man, yeah, that's it's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's weird. I actually feel like super behind, you know, <laughs> so many people have so many great stories about all these uh, rock concerts. And oh, uh, stop, I, you know, listen, you know me, man. Mr. I've always Hubble. been this like tiny little dweeb and uh rock concert <laughs> with the, uh, with the mosh pits. We were always intimidating. I kind of had like no interest in being a part of that.
0: Yeah, but that's yeah. normally who's now in there. i older and filled out a little bit more, I might be, you know, I'd be all about it. You didn't have to be a tough guy to be in there.
1: No, well, yeah i know but um, i just experience. didn't understand it yeah i didn't understand it at that yeah. time. i was just very naive i didn't understand i just i was like look at all of these people fighting this is a, just a, <laughs> a huge circle of people fighting i didn't understand there was really an art to it and there was brotherly love and people would hit each other and then you go and you pick that person back up and you help them out you all right man you good you good all right let's go <laughs> you know yeah it,
2: it's it's not sparta you know we're, you're not trying to kill him
1: <laughs> can you guys imagine me and nick me and nick in a moth fan oh my god
0: <laughs> nick survived he survived we'd dude
1: crying. we'd be yeah. crying he survived he, 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 he did
0: he, he, he rocked that shit like a champ man
1: did he do it
0: fuck yeah he was he was in there with us really yeah you just get separated you can't stand next to each other the entire show just the way the cro- way a crowd moves you know, mm. you're kind of just all part of this like sea, and you just yeah. get separated, and then you meet back up when it's done. And we, like Charlie and I were telling him, like at the end, all right, we'll meet back here. Like yeah. this, this is how it's going to yeah. go.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Speaking of yeah, concerts, though, you played Red Rocks, yeah, a month ago, and I'm curious, oh. did you call Rocky? I did. We, did. Were to, we were oh. supposed to link up um my, so my
1: schedule was a little crazy it was like one of those things where we gotta play Red Rocks it was like a four day event out in Denver and so we gotta do like Coors Field we gotta do Red Rocks and then like the, the Denver Convention Center mm-hmm. kind of thing and so it was one of those where it's like I gotta work and host during the day and then there's like a two-hour break and then you're hosting again and then a little break and then you perform at night so rock and i hit each other up we were chatting like trying to figure it out and i think uh i don't know yeah Yeah, i think you're like an hour and a half away or something like that yeah
2: yeah it's about that it's sport timing and like i don't want to be that that guy i'm with the dj right you just kind of stand there yeah i don't know a single soul now i would have made friends but nah, just not the right time
1: no exactly exactly Uh, i'm I'm the worst at that like when i'm working and i gotta do things and i i know somebody there like if we ever have to dj and play at a friend's wedding or anything it's just like the worst experience for me i hate it
0: yeah ross doesn't like
1: me i'd rather no rocky we'll link up we'll link up baby
0: (laughs) but you you've Um, done a gig with him in colorado before
1: oh yeah Oh yeah. yeah, Rocky brought yeah. me in, man. Rocky's the Rocky is the man. Yeah.
2: Hold on. I want
0: to. I want to hear the hotel room story. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. Listen, oh, no, it's not. We're keeping it PG.
2: No, with the virtual reality goggles. Oh, that okay. Yeah, that's good. Um. So let me switch gears real quick. So. I was working for Samsung. We were sponsors of the Broncos. So it's cool. And I'm trying to figure out like entertainment. And I want to say I had exactly $5,000. All right. So first of all, I throw Ross. I'm like, Hey, are you willing to do it for like 2,500? Ross is like, I wouldn't even get on a plane for less than five. (laughs) And he was being nice about it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But, but it's okay. Once you can, you're basically what you call a human iPod, right? <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't that kind of event, but Ross is super, super humble about it. He looks at me, he's like, you know, and I, I think I asked him, I said, Ross, how much would this cost if I wasn't your boy? And he's like, 20 grand, 30 grand. And I wouldn't even do it. You know, I wouldn't do it. So, but I got Ross to fly out for five grand and, uh, it was in the Broncos suite. Like we combined in five, had the cheerleaders there and a bunch of customers and we had the best time man we went out partied (laughs) just had a good time we tried to golf but it was too cold
1: yeah but let let Um, me let me just say something uh jeff have you ever seen rocky in action like just watching him do his career well of course not
2: well military well yeah yeah, like no i know what you're i know what you're talking
0: about like right like his inner like being in it being a host right like, and entertaining yeah, and like, interacting with all his clients and whatnot. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. no, I've never seen it, but I can only imagine, you know, how good he is at it because he's that way with everyone. He's right. Unbelie-
1: he's, he's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Like uh, I know, thanks, Rock, I know Rocky is the guy that picks on me and, and tases me at golf tournaments. Right. And and wrecks <laughs> golf carts and gets hammered and forces me to do uh fireball shots. Uh, you know, with my cup of coffee in the morning. That's the Rocky I know. We go out to Denver and he gives me just a sweet, easy gig at Mile High Stadium. And But I thought Rocky – he I knew he was, you know, putting all this stuff together, but there was maybe like four to 600 people at this event. And just seeing him on the microphone and conducting this whole uh, – just the whole event, he just ran it from beginning to the end and people just – uh, I don't know. It's it's a special talent, and I had no idea that was that was Rocky, right? I no, appreciate that, right? He, died, but that, it's, he was such a leader, so good. He was so um, just like well spoken. He's a wordsmith. Mm. He's he's just great with everybody. I loved it.
2: That is the nicest thing you've ever said, and no, I thank you. And that's a huge compliment coming from you because you're like the the fucking OG, right? F- Stop talking about me. Come on, yeah. Ross. You know more famous people than fucking i know on a football team right like jesus christ you did what jj watt's wedding you fucking vanilla eyes you're the voice of the fucking the dolphins you know you're the shit i see on instagram by the way don't ever do pictures with your shirt off again um i'm like god damn it i'm like stop okay you got everything you want in this life Stop <laughs> shaming us with your
1: six. No, I didn't, teeth. No, that so was my boy Blake. That was my boy Blake uh, who tagged me in something. Uh, He's like, it's a new year. Let's get at it. Yeah, yeah. And I reposted yeah, no, his t- thing.
2: But yeah, yeah. Right, like, How about this? I got a good question. Ross will switch the gears. Who is the most famous person in your phone right now?
0: Oh, good question.
2: You oh, that's if good you question. had to pick up the phone and call, and they would answer. They're not going to, you know, ghost you, ignore you. Who's the most famous person in your phone?
1: Um, man, that's a good question. Uh, you can kind of go, I guess, on two different sides. Um, God, you're so humble, too. That's what I love about you, by the way. <laughs>
2: you are not a dick and pretentious. Like, I love that you're humble. Uh, uh, because is- you have that many famous people in your phone. And don't fucking act like you don't know it. A I cute face
1: yeah 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 between
2: you and nina oh my god
1: no it's been great um dude i i don't know man i don't know maybe listen i'm a i'm a big sports guy so i'm a big golfer i love golf so i'm gonna you know brooks kepka dustin johnson
3: no you
1: know those guys like those Uh. are my guys right there even though they're not friends anymore for whatever reason but you know, I got to do mm. both of their weddings, and so That's we just gotta. That's awesome, man. We, we That's got so awesome. we got pretty close after that. Those guys are super dope, man. They're super dope. Uh, but so yeah, cool, you know this hat that I'm wearing, Fargo Brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was. This guy is the coolest guy ever, and this is a big Minnesota guy for Jeff over here, but Josh Demel the actor. Mm -hmm. In a bunch of shit. He's like in every movie. But I did uh him and I have gotten pretty close. And uh that guy is just like the nicest, most genuine guy. He could be on this podcast, he'd fit in and and we would be trying to end the podcast and he would do what I did last podcast. And oh man, let's keep going, let's keep going. you know so uh yeah man i don't know i always feel weird talking about this type of stuff but i I um, know you do
2: but it's but it's cool honestly and i mean it and i and i Jeff can say it because you're that genuine but you're that humble you are not an asshole i have a lot of rich friends that do big things they're fucking assholes i I can't hang out with them right because i'm just not in the same (laughs) league it's not even fun right um i I love it about
1: you man i think it's gonna be a little bit of like how people grow up too you know yeah yeah true. like i grew up in kansas city and just like a middle-class family and not around that stuff living in the sticks of Kearney, missouri and uh yeah man i don't know i I, I love it i love it man i hate i i can't stand anybody that gets successful in like any of their profession and then they just take it to another level of yeah. uh, the douche, but you know what I mean? Nothing drives me Got more that. crazy than that. So I think that that's like, I, I every new gig I book or every new uh, friend I get, I, I, I want to go the exact opposite way. I, you know, I used to post a lot of things like when you're trying to grow a business and now it's like, I'm just, I'm not going to post this. Like it feels yeah. weird. Cause I'm, I'm friends with these guys, you know, it's fun. It's sure, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we all
2: kind of live vicariously through you, right? Because I love your Instagram. And i am we're all, like, jealous and envious, but also super, like, congratulatory, like, bro, you did it. You did it. Mm-hmm. Self-made, you and Swim, right? Like, you don't see that a lot, right? You see mm-hmm. somebody was handed it to them, or they won it somehow, like they won the lotto. Or you're a pro athlete and you just get stupid fucking amounts of money thrown at you, right? Right. So, but yeah, man, you did it, man. We're all proud of you. We, we love do mushrooms like to
1: make you out right now. Dude,
0: you I, should. You could. You could, <laughs> you could finger him. He could finger you on fast. Mars. Yeah, yeah, are you guys yeah. done making yeah, out Mars. yet?
2: On Mars. Yeah. Um, no, but I got more questions for us. So that's most famous in the phone. But who are you the most excited to to meet in person?
1: Athletes, actors, all that shit, yeah, musicians. Yeah. Honestly, hands down, Tiger Woods. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods is, is, yeah, that that's a Mount Rushmore guy for me. Um, I'm actually real curious who who would be on your guys's Mount Rushmore, but Tiger Woods is on my Mount Rushmore. And last New Year's Eve, I got a DJ at his house for his New Year's Eve party. And uh, and no, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last again, New thank year, you for listening.
0: Year,
1: yo. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck talk about bro, that bro, last bro, yeah, night. Jesus. God, how
2: did we see you at GFD? And I still don't even know that either. Like, yeah. holy yeah. shit,
3: that's awesome,
2: man.
1: So, yeah, when I, when I met him, I thought, you know, going to his house, I thought it would be like 300 people, just a huge thing. And there was maybe 25 people. Mm-hmm. Real small outside in his backyard on his golf course. He's got five holes in his backyard. <laughs> uh, he's got his his just layout is in between the intercoastal and the ocean. Five holes. He cuts the grass in a certain way. He does so like not he, cut the grass. Well, he doesn't, but his people cut the grass in a certain way to emulate certain <laughs> golf courses. So if he's got Augusta coming up, they're cutting grass to like feel Augusta. like Augusta. If they're doing a US open up in New Jersey, whatever the course is gonna be, they're cutting the grass to putt like that. And yeah. get the rough like that. It's pretty wild. Yeah. But when I was out there, just kind of a cool story. Um I, I just kind of put on a random mix. Like, it didn't really matter. It was almost like a human iPod.
0: Are you telling the wedge story again? Because we're going to move on.
1: Oh, did I, t- no, did I say I that? I
3: haven't heard well, it.
0: Listen to uh, a fucking I'm not episode, good. Rock. I'm not good. Thanks I'm a lot, good. brother. I'm not going to do it. He told the story already. I'll text uh, you later, Rocky. No, yeah. So was
1: hitting a 60-degree wedge. Okay, bye. Here's a
0: hypothetical. Yeah, Rock, uh, just listen to the first episode Ross is on. I think he tells it that way or it's the second one. No, but so if you had, this is a good hypothetical. If you had that access, right. To that type of a training facility. And that was all you did. How good do you think you could get at golf? Mm. I mean, is that it's for pretty both guy, pretty guy Yeah. Guy for all, I, mean, I would pretty think pretty for all of us, right.
2: Well, awesome what are you doing yeah, for a, a right. living? What right. are you doing for a living? How
0: many hours do you have a golfing
1: for this? Golfing. You know, so so I'm, so I'm a full time golfer. I don't need to. I don't need to go out there and work and figure out food, money, and shit like that.
0: Correct. You won the lottery. So how? how, how so your question is, how good of a golfer could we be? How good do you think you could get?
1: I, I could I could be I for me personally mm-hmm. I feel like I could probably you be the amateur.
0: Do I have a coach there or do I just have the facility there? You got that kind of. You have that kind of access, right? You got a coach. You can. Mm. You have practice facility at your availability whenever you need it you don't have to worry about anything else that's all you're working on how good can you get i feel like we could get really good
1: i feel like define really good i'm a seven handicap so for me i don't think it's any stretch of the imagination for me to be a scratch golfer with that facility over a couple years of practice all day, every day with the coach, you got a gym, strength and conditioning, you got recovery, you got cold plunges, you got nutrition, you have a chef, and like that's your main focus. I'm a seven now, I could easily become a scratch golfer, maybe even a plus after that. I'd say, mm-hmm. that Rocky, um, Rocky on the other hand, let me think, Rocky right now, what what do you maybe play at? Like uh, 12, 14?
2: Tw- 12 plus, yeah. I can tell you right now, I wouldn't be on the amateur tour, man. But I, I would fucking compete against some little goddamn juniors and probably the woman 50 and older. I could absolutely compete. So, yeah, well, bring I, it on. The, the women's
1: 50 and older?
2: Yeah, yeah, not the men's. Yeah, some of yeah. the I watched, uh, God, what was it, when Charlie uh, played the Tiger and The PNC, PNC. yeah, yeah, yeah PNC. in Orlando. I was watching some of these 67 year old, just fucking stripe it, stripe throwing it. nuts. And I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, And this guy's like 67 years old. I mean, you saw it. I, yeah, you know, I don't think I could, I, I don't think I could with him, but I mean, no, those kids and those women.
1: Yeah. bring it on. Yeah. 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 Take so them down. You know, this, this is actually a good question, Jeff. Um, I've always thought about like right now. So we're 40 years old. Being forty, if we had a facility like that, and we were practicing, to go back to your question, mm. could we qualify for the senior tour? No. Do you like, like, so to be on the senior no. tour? You got to be how old? Sixty-five, I think.
0: I think it's fifty plus. I think it's more <laughs> than that.
1: Because like you know, like Phil Mickelson, I think it's, fi- could it's fifty plus. It,
0: right? Well, he's played on it. It's fifty plus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. so fifty plus. So there's no way. The answer is no.
1: So I have arguments with, with people about that. Yeah. Like if we start and this is all we did. Could we be no. on this senior tour? And my buddy said the same thing. They're like, cause you're competing against other people that have been playing their whole life at that competitive Correct. level. Right. Correct. Correct. Yep. They've got 20 right. or 30 years. But if you have that tiger woods facility and coach and nutritionist mm. and you're doing eight to 12 hours a day of that, Mhm. 6 7 days a week you don't think
0: in no chance. 10
1: years you could you could qualify for the senior tour
0: No chance I don't think the, like I, I the level the 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 skill level from take your high school team to you know college to you know yeah. the amateur ranks within your state to the fries tour you know whatever the fuck tours all those little junior mini pro ams to Q school, to the PGA tour. Each one of those gaps is so big. You don't even realize it. Like you, you have, you cannot fathom it.
1: So I, I, I'm almost thinking to like the mental game. And so this is where I go back and forth. Someone amateurs like us that have zero competitive, uh, uh, I guess, experience on getting our minds right on these big tournaments you yeah. know, three day, four
2: day whoa, tournaments.
1: Whoa, whoa. You know, I
2: played in well over 100 tournaments in my golf career. So fuck you. Okay.
0: <laughs> here, here's a here. I heard this uh, from a from a pro golfer because, you know, a lot, there's a lot of questions out there like this, right? Like, like you're posing, like I just posed, whatever. And his answer was Do you put out every three footer that you have? No. And if the answer is no, then you'll never make it
3: yeah, yeah. because yeah. if you
0: can't make a three-footer when you're just playing with like three buddies and on a random yeah. saturday you sure as shit ain't gonna make one when there's a half million dollars on the line mm-hmm.
2: i'll take the gimme
0: all well, that. well in, in addition to that
1: how many times do we all play and it might be a little sloppy outside so we're like all right pl- you know play it up if it's in your own fairway you know correct if, if it's in your own fairway, you can kind of move it within six inches and give it your right. own you so know, like your life.
0: like your answer to that hypothetical years that like, you're like i could get to a scratch bullshit you could you yeah, ain't getting to a yeah. scratch if you play by the rules
1: yeah no i agree with you i agree with you i don't think i can i don't think we could do the senior tour now Maybe somebody like Tony or Joe Thorvig, who's already at that scratch level, if they had that facility and, you know, they're already locked in right now as a, as a golfer who can go out there once in a blue moon over summertime in Minnesota. Right. And they're already a scratch golfer level. I think Mm -hmm. a guy like that could probably probably do better on getting on that senior tour than us three.
0: (laughs) I mean, oh, again, well. I think they could get their handicap mm. down. I don't think they would make one of those tours, yeah. dude. Yeah. I think the, yeah. the pressure of it's that, the of the right, mm. and having to hit those shots with people watching, with money on the line, with all that, like that's just – it's another level, right? Like just R- – and those R- 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 courses are so much harder. They're just so much harder. Like I'm saying you're those. a scratch yeah, golfer in Florida when, you know, the fairways are wide, the roughs are short. There's really nothing that's gonna like kill you. Right. Like you can spray you can miss a drive and you can still get it up by the green. Like these motherfuckers are playing courses where if you miss a drive, like you have to chip back out into the fairway. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, a right. one shot say, penalty. I
3: will say this though.
2: So what I tell my kids that I coach, we're the youngest team in baseball, right? Playing against 15 year olds. As long as we show up and compete, compete. Not win, not blow them out, not get fucking wet. If we can compete, we've done our job. So I feel like if you had that facility, a Tony, a Joe, a Ross, even Jeff, even you guys could compete. You're not going to be number one. You might be tenth, but what does that tell you? You're tenth on an amateur tour, right? Or tied for tenth. Doesn't matter. I think you still can compete.
1: See, Jeff, Jeff, you're a big dick hitter. I think no matter how much practice Rocky and I do, we could never physically be able to ball as far as you can. So you're. You already have that, that you can hit that 300 plus pretty consistently. So you have that, you sit there and, and, and hone in on your freaking wedge game. I know. I know you. you, Yeah.
0: I get what you're saying. But again, even, even I don't think, I I don't think that that's that. Like that's not enough. Right. Like again, it's just, Mm. it's just a different world
2: still competing though right
0: sure i could compete i mean i could go 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 out there today and compete i could play yeah mm, that's competing You know
2: what i mean (laughs) look you're taking compete literally right you know what i mean right (laughs) Right. you're putting up what you need to play right you know you're a better golfer than you know shooting at 90 one day you're like fuck this right like you know you can hit in the high 70s so that's what I mean by compete. You give it your all, you're still making the leaderboard. Because you've seen shit. I've seen scoreboards where, like, you have two or three guys up through day two an amateur tour. Everyone's in the negative, and you see plus 19. You're like, well, who the fuck was that guy? Right? He had a bad day. Right? He ain't right. making it any farther.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Any given Sunday, right? Or Thursday. Yeah. Hey, I was just thinking about this funny story. I know, Jeff, you asked me about something earlier, just some of the gigs and stuff that I do. Yeah. There was a a uh, there was a, an event that I was doing down here in South Florida at the Hard Rock, and it was for the Daryl Gwynn Foundation. Daryl Gwynn is, oh, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. You, you know Daryl Gwynn?
2: I do know who Daryl Gwynn is. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and I'm going to mix this up. What right? is he, sure.
2: he? Not the baseball player. Are you, I'm talking about the baseball player.
0: Oh, no, no. You're thinking yeah. of Tony Gwynn.
2: No, I'm yeah. thinking Tony Gwen and to Daryl Strawberry
0: had a baby. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Nope. No. D- and time out, man. time out. Before you go,
1: yeah. before
0: you start, is this the wheelchair story?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Rocky, don't uh, say a yeah. word. <laughs>
1: no. Go. Did, did, have I told you this, Rocky? I,
0: I know it. No. I want you to tell it. To tear oh, yeah. it.
1: You know this?
0: Yeah. I'm yeah. Not yes, it. it's one of my favorite.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I still so cringe when I think about it. But it was at it was at the Hard Rock. So Rocky um, Daryl Gwyn uh, is a he's unfortunately uh, paralyzed now, and he um, God I'm going to mix
0: this up, but I think was he was he
1: Indy Car racer?
0: I've, I've never heard of the idea. guy.
2: I, I don't know. I've got the wrong. Track. Okay, I, fact, no, I,
0: I, I know, know it's funny not funny it was, Tony it was, Gwynn or Daryl Strawberry. Yeah. It was like Indy is the drag racing,
1: right? With okay. the parachute like they just fucking no, they just they just no. go that's nhra nhra that's what it is nhra where you just shoot down the line yeah exactly i'm so bad at describing this you're so um, pretty ross you're so, pretty. so so we're doing his foundation at the hard rock and his whole foundation is to raise money uh for these extremely expensive wheelchairs and give them to kids and adults that need these wheelchairs that it cost two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So oh, we are at the hard rock mm-hmm. to to do all that stuff, right? So we were Djing it. I was MCing it and hosting it. and i I come in. There's maybe I don't know, it's fairly small. It's like two two hundred people in this in this club at the hard rock, but part of this 200 people is a lot of media people all the south florida media people people in in the uh the racing magazines and television it was a lot of uh important media individuals right yeah so i go out there and i do like my little opening monologue and i kind of do my who what when where wise and go through the copy points of what's happening and at the end of my little spiel that i i said to everybody i was uh i said all right guys so
0: (laughs) you're giving away a wheelchair right you're giving away a wheelchair to someone who needs it
1: giving away a wheelchair to somebody who needs it And so I'm going, I'm up there talking about like, all right, so there's going to be five different levels. Level one is for $5,000. You guys can get X, Y, and Z in return. You donate $10,000. You get, you get this donate $15,000. You get this. And so I go through all that and I said, and, and, uh, and, and one of you lucky ones are going to be walking out of here with a brand new wheelchair, And I walk back to the DJ booth and my boy Slim just ducks behind the DJ booth and I'm like, and he's just, he's shaking his head. I'm like, Slim, what's up, man? I'm like, that that went pretty good. He's like, do you realize what you said? Like from Dumb and Dumber, do you realize what you said? And I didn't even know what I said. And he's like, Ross, I don't even know how to explain what you just said.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Do you realize it was what really you've bad. done?
1: It was such one of those moments. Oh. but One of you guys, one of you lucky ones are going to be walking out of here with a brand-new wheelchair.
2: You know what that reminds Mom. me of, and you guys had to have seen it, you know the meme where there's, like, a karate coach and a girl with no arms comes up and, like, kicks her headbutts and breaks the board? And the instructor, and the girl's, like, five years old. The instructor. <laughs> oh, yes, asked for a high, high, high. Oh, no oh it's cringeworthy and the instructor's like Oh god I shouldn't high five her I should dap her And he's like oh fuck She still has no hands
1: What was oh, that? Prom- what was that? Oh, it's it's a viral
0: video oh, yeah. man. Along the lines yeah, of what you did
1: Yeah it was what, one of those- what, you did.
0: what would you have said though yeah, of, Like having like put thought to it What are you going to say in that situation though? I'm going to try and defend you a little bit Right like Roll, roll, is it is it roll. worse to say one of you lucky guys or girls are going to roll out of receiving,
1: here, receiving, receiving, you know, not receiving not one of these one of these wheelchairs, you know? I guess Uh-oh. you could say like taking home. Yeah, taking exactly. You taking know, home. There, there are so many other words you could <laughs> say besides walking. Like this is the one place that you can't talk. <laughs> like yep. it just. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I said walking all night. All, you know
0: it don't, was just what do you don't you have another um, like really good flub where you were like well, int- was, introducing a singer
1: yeah there there was there was one actually that uh your best friend Nick was at yeah when he we were down and we were down he was down in South Florida and we were we were at this recording studio for Phil Collins and we we're doing we were it was a rehearsal where Rolling Stones magazine and some other magazines were. it was like five high-end uh, uh, like music magazines were invited only and this was for them to get a glimpse of the rehearsal before the main show the next week and so we're I, I'm emceeing it and just introducing the different acts and I entered and I I wish Nick and I could remember this person's name but it was a Mexican uh, grand, Latin Grammy Mexican singer um, oh Ariana Gonzalez que se mosa
0: Nope. Who? Nope. What? Yeah. No.
1: Ariana Gonzalez.
0: No. Uh, no. Okay. No. Close.
1: I'm gonna I, I, I'll I'll look it up. I'll look it up. But it was one of those names that you know, like the name Pat, it could go boy or girl. You know what I mean? My daughter's mm. name is Charlie. It could go guy or girl, you know?
2: No, so no, nobody's I, in,
1: no, no guy's name Carly. First no, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Oh, Char- Oh my okay, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, Never mind. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, anyways, I I I introduced this person. And i'm like you know make some noise for such and such and that person still hasn't come out no let me back up i said make some noise for the beautiful gorgeous whatever this person's name is and that person never came out and i'm like come on where is she she's around here somewhere get over here where is she (laughs) and out comes this like older gentleman and i I was like oh and i walk to the back and nick is in tears and i look at the producer because the producer never gave me heads up and i looked at him and i said yeah a little heads up on that one would have been nice and he's like <laughs> and he's, he's, he's his chest he's like that's my bad that's my bad <laughs> <laughs> it
3: like
1: tom right but it Thanks, was a really man. close name yeah i gotta look it up man i gotta
0: look it that's up awesome, but... man that, that's good shit yeah but i gotta text nick she? right
1: now find out yeah nick will know nick Nick remembers all that shit. Honestly, every gig that I do, I fuck something up. And so by the time I'm home, mm-hmm. I already forgot what I said, what I did. Yeah. It's pretty But you're the only I one like that probably day knows you fucked day up. up, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Uh no. I'm pretty sure a lot of people realize he fucked up when he was asking for a girl and a guy yeah, walked out. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about a normal show where he says he fucks up every show. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little perfectionist there, but whatever, Ross.
1: Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. good with my words at all. And so it's it's quite remarkable that I uh, get paid to speak <laughs> that you speak for a living. Yeah, yeah that's really it's, it's unbelievable.
2: <laughs> hey, how how what's up with the dolphin stuff, right? So you're still the DJ of the dolphins, right? Yeah, still doing that, man. All home games, um, all man. Home games right? Yeah, all home do you have games. Any other play all the music. Commitments yeah. Other than the home games? Or like do you do receptions no, I mean...
3: after
1: yeah you, you'll you'll do different shit like that like they, they'll have different charity events or just different like uh fan appreciation things or like they're promoting the team and we'll dj those th- type of th- things but the, the main the main thing is is the in-stadium dj so you're playing all the music and doing all that shit yeah um it's been an interesting year though man because we started off eight and three yeah and, an hour, and, and now we're eight Con- eight concussions
2: Ugh. yeah dude oh. he's, i feel bad because honestly too like the dolphins haven't been this good in a while and they're probably not going to do very well without him uh, behind the, the QB No, position. for sure,
1: for sure. And I think yeah. I think this might be his last year in his contract, so we're, they're going to deal with all that shit. And it's going to be a weird yeah. year with, like, 49ers with Purdy and Garoppolo, Trey Lance. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then you look down, yeah, you know. But uh,
2: uh, you, Who do y'all think Super Bowl? Mm. If you have been on one team, not two teams to go, just, just pick one team. We'll see our predictions and what happens wow. in a few
0: weeks. I mean, Ross is picking the Chiefs.
1: Oh, yeah. I, right. I, it's it's going to be tough. Listen, I will say this. The Bengals have our number. The Bills and the Chiefs are 50-50. And if we, if we play the Bengals, I'm honestly super scared. Uh, I'm not confident at all that we'll win that game. With the Bills, I have confidence. Um, I don't know who the other team would be. The Patriots, I think, maybe. No. If they get in. Oh, no. you have, have the in, Eagles, the Patriots, no. the Cowboys. Well, the, that's NFC, though. I'm just talking about.
2: Oh, yeah. I'd like I'm to just get talking to holistically. Yeah, yeah. I want to know who's there. I love the sleepers. You know, I think the Cowboys are actually going to show up. Don't don't crucify me. I'm not a Cowboys uh, fan. I just think the Cowboys are going to show up. They have too many weapons. I would man. like them too. I, Pollards, would like them
3: too. Yeah. I would
2: love to see uh, Miami. Oh, he got the wont wa.
0: Yeah, it ain't going to be he, Dallas.
3: He,
0: I just I don't see. It. I I mean if I, if you add if you made me pick, uh, I'd pick the Niners yeah yeah
1: Nine, they Niners scare me diners scare me even with purdy Aren't man they, they, those 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 guys scare me so much the defense the is so played, good that's who we beat and their defense was so nasty and they had like no offense but their defense and we barely beat them so mm-hmm. now you look no, but, at them now with a sick offense and a single defense uh, what about it? you don't think so. Do it, it hurts uh, is there it hurts is there yeah.
2: If Hurts it, is their, their gut.
0: Yeah. It, it'd be pretty close for you're sure. asking me to pick one team right like
2: I just one team like if you had to put a hundred dollars down yeah, pick yeah. One team that, that would be the one that i would put money zoom.
0: on and
2: so niners yep yeah they're stocked. you're the chiefs um
1: jeff you'll say the, niners you'll yeah. say niners even with uh their third third string quarterback yeah I, I, I know what purdy's doing in in the couple games that he's played but yeah you're you're that confident huh yeah, just because of that defense, man.
2: Yeah, and you can hand the ball to McCaffrey fifty times or fucking Debo and still fucking yep. put it. What,
1: what what is it about their defense? Uh, and what I mean by it is like when when my Chiefs played them in the Super Bowl in twenty nineteen, their four man rush was un- unbelievable. They didn't have to fast as fuck, could, boy. They, they could yeah. drop everybody back because their four man rush, like we kept getting sacked, we couldn't do anything
0: with that. Is that what Damn. their defense is now? I'm not a football mind.
1: Like why are they so good? I'm, gonna, at I'm gonna
0: throw this out there, but if you can get pressure with your front four without having to bring yeah. additional help, yeah, you're yeah. gonna be in every game, and they do it better than anybody.
1: But it, yeah, so, Bosa, so that, that's uh, their specialty right now, is what you're saying? Yeah, it's still yeah. their front four. Yep. Yeah. It's who fucking, is it? it's Joey Joey Bosa and who? Bosa's on it. Uh, I'd have to pull it up. But bunch of bad Joey, men. Is it Joey Bosa or is Joey on uh, Chargers? I think it's Nick. Nick Bosa. Nick, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. and he went from Chargers to the
2: Niners but no I, uh, they're veterans That I think that's what makes a difference but I mean again number one run defense I think they're number seven in secondary you know and they got nothing but tools on the offense right Kittle holy
1: shit dude you know what's crazy is they don't even have Debo right now I think Correct. he's out exactly. all year. wild that's where that threat comes man yeah, but so
2: i would probably put my money on at least 49ers hurting. Yeah, 49ers would yeah. be my bet too that at least they'll get there but who knows man what about the vikings
1: baby what about oh those God, minnesota vikings
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well
1: what, 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 what went through your mind and i probably already have an idea but what went through your mind when you guys just got absolutely creamed by green bay
0: yeah i turned it off Man,
1: that game cost me about a thousand bucks. By the way,
0: I just turned it off. It, it, that's what they do. They'll lay eggs. It's it's who they are. So they will win one when you least expect it. I don't know when it'll happen. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be alive. Um
2: And put up fifty six while they do it. By the way, uh, like the Cowboys, right? No, your guys, like,
1: your coach, <laughs> your coach seems to have everybody locked in right now. And it, if that guy stays with you guys for a while i i feel like i don't know man cousins cousins is uh you just got to get a quarterback man i like cousins but he he's just, fine he, the reality is he's going to take you to the playoffs quite a bit and but that's
0: about it he's fine their their defense is is is, top, is not great uh, and i'm being kind because i think it's like 31st or 32nd in the league uh, oh, is it really? wow they're just old they've got a lot of money out there on it, and they're going to struggle for a couple years. Sadly, mm.
1: Rocky, it's life. What's going? Yeah, let's you- talk
0: Broncos, right? We've talked Chiefs, we've talked Vikings oh, on this podcast. Fuck. Like, what's the state like? Because I feel like a lot of people pick them as potential Super Bowl contenders.
2: Yes, and started three and oh Y'all forget that three and O is what we started the season as.
0: I did forget that because they are trash
2: they went like oh dude they're
0: awful. no
1: no 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 the broncos started 3-0 the this Bron-
2: year it was either 2-0 or 3-0 but yeah 100 percent. hell yeah everyone had them picked dude you gotta google that shit i can't because i'm on my phone i i promise you we either started 2-0 or 3-0 and there was nothing but buzz on espn everyone's like yeah let it and then we fucking really shit the bed um Nathaniel Hackett's a shithead. Everybody was happy. So Colorado and everyone was happy when he got fucking canned. We wanted him canned like six months ago, but Denver's on the hook for like 12 million of this Where'd that check.
1: guy come from? Where did where did Nathaniel Hackett The fucking
2: Packers. The Packers. I believe mm-hmm. he was the offensive coordinator. He was. Yeah, uh, so he sucked there. Yeah, he was. And um, I'll tell you right now, everybody, man, dude, I'll go all, all these sports bars. They fucking hate the Broncos now. They're so pissed off the Broncos not only like gambling cost me money but it has cost people like their season tickets you know like they're used to selling their or their season uh, yeah, se- season tickets they're used to selling them for X Y you could go get like 50 yard seats for like 30 bucks right now
1: so uh, yeah, I believe it. It. so listen oh, to this L- listen to this game one I remember they played the Seahawks they lost 17-16 yep. and that was against Russell's old team and, and that's when Gino beat them Right? Are you? Sh- is it yeah. yeah. No. Yeah.
3: No. Three three started they started two and they, one. They
1: started two one. They started two and one. Oh, is what okay. I what okay. I'm seeing right now. Because then they beat okay. the Texans sixteen to nine, and then then they beat the 49ers Yeah. I know. Eleven to ten.
0: With Trey Lance.
1: Yeah.
0: I think that was the yeah, game he, he got hurt. Mm.
2: Here's an interesting fact for you, and this is a true fact.
1: True fact, not a false fact. By the way, by the way, before you get into that fact, just looking at yeah. all the Broncos scores this year, awful I thought that they were really, really bad. Every game they've lost by just one possession. Well, they don't uh, score any
2: points. Um, correct. It was like nine to ten was one
1: game, eleven to
2: ten was another game. Of
1: I mean, I the got. Rams, the Rams game, they got destroyed, fifty-one fourteen. Everything else was, that's, I mean, relatively close, twenty-four fifteen, <laughs> thirty-four, yeah, 34, 28 against my Chiefs. 10 to 9 23 10 so i mean it's like not one possession but it's, it's still pretty close i always thought that they got murdered
0: okay i got to be honest Ross the fact that the chiefs scored or that they scored 28 against the chiefs does not bode well for you not your no digits. no but 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 that was the game that we were up 27
1: to nothing and then we just you know what i mean it was just one of those you're up 27 nothing and then and then they, i don't yeah, know what that's it like
0: was like 27 24 and then it was <laughs> I don't know what that's like. Yes. The Vikings have never given us that this year. <laughs> yes,
2: they have. The Vikings, year, Cowboys. You guys. It was like 53 to 3, right?
0: Yeah, we were. put up three points? No, we got our ass kicked.
2: Wait, you got beat by the Cowboys?
0: Well, I, I didn't. The Vikings so, did, yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It was like 53 to 3. Some, some stupid score, and I thought you all only put up
1: three points.
0: Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, Ross was talking about being up by like 27 or 28. Uh, yeah,
1: that doesn't happen. I have yeah, no exactly idea what that's had like. That one time this year, right? Where you're just up and nope. you're comfortable and you're sitting back, you're cheering your friends, you're good. Nope. Or in your case, texting your friends?
0: Nope, yeah. not once. Okay. Someday. Some sucks. <laughs>
1: it's just I, it's just one of those years, man.
0: It's a weird year, no, that's or, for sure.
1: Or, or, or uh, teams, one of those weird teams. How shitty is Matt Ryan? <laughs> Oh, well, I don't awesome. know why the Colts picked that guy. Yeah. Up, oh man. my God. Yeah. Like, what are they doing?
0: I looked at that
2: guy. Remember the guy, Warren, on Something About Mary?
0: Warren Moon? Oh, line? no. Oh, yeah. God.
2: Every time yeah. I see Matt Ryan on TV and they do a close up, I think a fucking Warren.
1: <laughs>
0: With his baseball? Have you seen my baseball? Yeah, exactly. Jesus.
1: Oh, awful. What, what a good name. Jesus. Yeah. Dude, they, so I live in Plantation, Florida. Uh, it's just like, it's like a suburb of Fort Lauderdale. And just a little fun fact: they film the majority of something about Mary right here in good old Plantation, Florida. Huh. So, like our, our awesome. city hall and just different areas. Yeah, I, I I get a kick out of looking up like film locations in some of these places, and yeah,
0: it's kind of funny. What Go was plantation. your What was your true fact, Rocky?
2: Oh man, dude, I. I Lost what, it. what question did you ask me? What was it?
1: Yeah, I'm fine. I have no idea. Yeah. No, yeah, no. You, you, asked, you, you, you were, were saying stuff. No, oh, I, we were talking Broncos. And I before I rudely interrupted you and said that the Broncos haven't lost by that much, you're like, oh, fun fact. Um, and then you stop there. Fun fact. I don't remember that. All, right. All right. It that might happens. be at like two in the morning. I'll, I'll text you.
0: Perfect. Perfect.
1: So, Ross, you said you had some other stories, man. Oh man, I probably do. I can't really think of anything right now. I probably have a bunch that will come. Hanging out with you, Rocky, like I, mm-hmm. I I'm always just lost to words. I don't really know what to say. All your stories. <laughs> all your <laughs> stories. It just it's it's stuff that I didn't think was possible. I didn't think that this these type of things would ever happen. Oh man. And I I, uh, I wish I could engage more. I don't even know what to say mm. to to uh, seven eighths of, of your stories. Oh
2: god, this is not the forum. Um, but oh, there, there's a good 10 or 15 more s- stories. We're just not gonna make Jeff, podcasts
1: on Jeff, them. Jeff, give me what I want to know. What I know very little about both of you guys that I would like to know more is when you guys were in the service. I feel that's where you guys met, right? The service, correct? Yep,
2: go, go ahead, soldier of the year, tell them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you, were, Jeff, you're a Soldier of the Year. Soldier of the Year. Is that here. a thing? Is that a thing? And yeah. Jeff,
2: hold on. For about forty-eight hours, was not humble pie,
1: okay, but on but the that, seventy-second okay. hour. If you're Soldier yeah. of the he, Year, I would right. be bragging like a motherfucker all day. Okay. He oh, he's got. He, there it is, right he there. Got, hold on, Jeff. Hold that back eagle. up. Let me see. Let me oh see. Oh
2: my fucking god! That's, that's, the, the, that's eagle. the eagle.
1: Yeah, hold that. No, 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 no. Bring it back. Bring yeah. it back. I want to read the plaque. I want to read the plaque. In
2: our, I was in our. Room when he brought that in.
1: SP, SPC Jeffrey H Heinrich, 2005 Soldier of the Year. What's SPC? Specialist. Sir, uh, specialist. So wow. what did what, what did what did Jeff do?
0: <clears throat>
1: and you can answer for yourself, Jeff. What did you do to uh, to win that award?
2: Oh yeah, Jeff answer this question before I do. Oh, and the pistol. He got a fucking pistol. Are you gra- ah there oh, it is? Wow. Yeah. Dang. That's
3: what
2: made me jealous. Fuck the eagle. He got a pistol. Dang. <clears throat> Isn't that cool? That's that's probably one of the coolest things, man.
1: That's not loaded, is it? You can. No. I'm scared of guns. Hold Don't on. do it. Don't do it. Jeff? Yeah, it's
0: old school, right? Okay. So don't at, don't load it. I'm look scared. at this shit. No, it's, got no, like, no, no, it's got that old school ball. Oh wow! That you would like put in there, push down, blasting caps. Oh like my god, caps. that's crazy! That's essentially gunpowder. Yeah. yeah. So
2: so, Russ, soldier of the year. Oh wow! Look at you're that. You're basically like there's. Uh, I guess your your each unit like recommends one or two people and you go through a board, you go through all these military questions and then kind of like personal questions too, but and it's per base, right? So for Fort Knox for that year, Jeff was soldier of the year. So he beat out like 15, 20 different fucking people that were out for the award, right? Whether in, in that, in that yeah, unit or different units, yeah, Jeff. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, it, answer all the questions right. It, it really didn't matter, so Jeff could vomit. But his personality and his fucking candor and his med- it might get him through, right? And then it's a board. It's a it's people judging you, right? They might mm-hmm. just ask you random fucking questions, all right? But don't forget the quiz either.
0: Yeah, and, no, and I mean it's it was a bunch of shit yeah. you had to learn, um, and yeah, the first one you go through. Um, nobody wants to do it for, what for essentially Rocky's reaction, right? Like everybody gives you a ton of shit (laughs) Mm. for winning it, uh, for winning like soldier of the month or anything like that. But, the the management in the military, right? The leadership, the sergeants, the NCOs, the senior NCOs, the officers makes them look good when their soldiers do well. Anyways, so like they recommend you, you go through it and it's a bunch of stupid questions like recite the soldier's creed, you know, what are the what are the seven values of the army, you know, all, and you know, describe your AR15, right? And I still remember so, you know, it's a 556 five, gas, you know, gas powered, you know, fucking you know semi-automatic to fully automatic you know rifle like you you had to remember like memorize all the shit and if like you said a word wrong like you were just wrong right and you had to sit right okay. you had to be dressed okay. right like all your shit had to be right and and you would just progress through right to soldier of the quarter to soldier of the battalion soldier of the you know so on and so forth to soldier of the year and then like the soldier of the year won um so, oh, like you have
2: different people outside of Fort Knox, too, right?
0: Yeah. So, there's, yeah, yeah. There's right. like professional, you know, board takers because it makes their superiors look good. So, like, that's all they do. Um, but they're all a bunch of pogues, right? Like, it's a bunch of nerds. Uh, and I just happen to be smart and like presented well. And then when you got to like the final one, it was the board, but then combined with shooting and physical fitness all wrapped up into it right and none of those b- motherfuckers were combat arms yeah. so like when it came to that i smoked them all in the pt and yeah. you know i was highest qualified marksman you could be yeah. so i smoked them all on that and it was like a no-brainer for them. they're like well you're the soldier yeah. of the year and so then i just got yeah. fucking paraded around for like six months i got to do whatever i wanted yeah. uh he went out to cold. dc
2: he was tall cockled.
0: Went yeah. went out to D.C. with the, like, six others, because there was, like, six bases yeah. that all went out yeah. there. And, oh, I
2: forgot you went to D.C. Yeah. Yeah,
0: right. bro. Uh, went out I there for, like, four days. Um, oh, did you get
1: recognized out there? Yeah. Yeah, he competed out there, right? Yeah. Well, so you, who, I, I mean. The, yeah. Who was the president at that time when you were in the service?
0: Bush. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Second.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Hey, but, yeah.
2: Here's
0: Oh, met, God, Jeff. I met Cheney. Yeah. Dick yeah. Cheney when I so, was out there.
2: I'll, I'll tell you, be, between winger. the gun, him going to DC and like meeting people that's what I was jealous about. I'm like, fuck you. And, <laughs> and here's what I've realized. And, and why I gave Jeff so much shit to uh, and, and where he excelled. Anybody can do the PT. Anybody can shoot and anybody can study a book. But when Jeff came in, he's fucking what? Six foot three deep voice physically fit it's like that commanding presence Yep. yeah you know and, and it's huge and the personality and here's the other thing he had a degree yeah most most enlisted don't so he had that not education so much per se but it was the life experience because you're talking about a 19 year old private versus a 24 year old college graduate who knows a little bit you know what i mean Yep. so he fucking rolled the roost there's nobody that could compete and you know and he has a fucking slick jawline right and he's like yeah you know he's like Captain yeah, yeah 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 who are we gonna send to dc to represent us right exactly
1: so, exactly so i always told you he was Jeff, the
2: poster I'll boy he was the I'll poster do the child same in PT, i'll do the same in shooting and i'll study just as hard
0: you wouldn't do have done the same in pt man. every in circles around you you oh, fat bitch <laughs>
2: <laughs> For every 30 seconds I'm late and running I'll make up in my fucking push-ups and sit-ups
0: I maxed yeah, those out too, that. bitch
2: Oh, dude I fucking in Korea Are you kidding me, man? I maxed out push-ups, sit-ups When excelled and still ran like a 13-minute No, it not 13-minute uh, Like an 11-minute two-mile I didn't even hit like 100 points In running, but I crushed it
0: 11-minute so. two-mile Yeah, right I was oh, gonna say, yes, Rock. There's no way you ran 11 minute two mile. My best was 11
2: 11:11. That's fast. no, no, no. 11:12:56 is that's is straight the up minimum. No that's, 12, the
0: minimum. no, that's max. That's max because you could oh, actually, you could score I, yeah, up to 325. I, I'm
2: sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the max you can get to get 60 points, right? So that's nothing, right? But yeah, the fastest I ever ran was in the eleven. I was fine. Mm. I never maxed out running ever. I mean I'd get like 80 89 90 points but I would crush it and push up the setups. So,
0: the best part about it Ross, like all all the bullshit aside was it was a fucking golden ticket, man. Like they they're like what do you want to do? And I said nothing. And so for the last 6 months I uh I taught new officers how to shoot once a week for like an hour and a half and then I golfed every day
1: oh really and this is this is in uh kentucky yeah
0: it's fucking great it's great that's where
1: we picked up dogs man what what happened in your life that you you graduated high school you go to college you got your degree and you said you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna get in the army what what happened was that something you always wanted to do Was that something that you just woke up one day? Were you going through hard times and uh, were you not knowing what you wanted to do with your career and you said, I'm going to do this while I figure shit out? What was going on?
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, it was a combination of like 9-11 happened when I was a senior. Mm. Um, So that had an impact. And then you graduate and, you know, I was on a team essentially my whole life, well, you know, in some sport, right? And so in college, I was on a baseball team, and then you graduate, and you just you join this fucking rat race that mm-hmm. is life, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I you know, I was young. I'm young compared to all the Fairmont guys that you know. I'm a year younger than them all, right? Okay. And so I'm 21 years old, graduated college, you know, sitting behind a desk as a banker banging my head against the wall going this cannot be what it is
3: right right right. right.
0: and you know you, student, you, loans? Oh, student loans i had student loans yeah way? you know you got you got yeah. some student loans you got the pressures of life um and you were single the, at that time? i was i was yeah i'd broken up with my girlfriend uh dwyer was you know
1: already married and had two kids no
0: but close <laughs> right um And, like, everybody was kind of going and doing, like, they had found something that was, like, their thing. And, you know, Charlie and I talked about it a lot. And, honestly, like, I probably would have joined out of high school if baseball wasn't an option. Um, But just, like, a little bit of, like, feeling lost and, like, you're not what you want to be and, like, you want to be part of something bigger and knowing that there's this, you know, war essentially going on and you're seeing others that are sacrificing. It's like, well, fuck it, man. I ain't got shit to do. I can help. Right? Yeah, so I I yeah. walked in. I remember like walking into all of them saying you know, I want to go and all of them essentially were like get the fuck out of here. Except the army, the army was like, "We'll take you." And I took my took my test, I scored a 99 out of 99. They're what like, do you what mean
1: d- the other ones were saying get the fuck out of here?
0: Well, the Air Force was like, <laughs> "You can't be serious." Right? Like this What do you mean?
1: Why? Why?
0: What are like cuz they were essentially like, "Why are you here? You have a degree?" Uh-huh. You know, like, yeah. There's no reason for you to be joining the military. But nobody else, nobody else does that, huh?
2: Each, each branch. Yeah, that, that's includes, a rare
0: situation. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What they want to have in right, what their minimum requirements are. You might just have a dickhead in a recruiting office who's already hit his quota. He may not want to talk to anybody and tell you to kick rocks. Like it's the stupidest fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, At the end of the day, there's so soldiers that are recruiters, and you know, we we throwed some dumbasses there to die. Um, but yeah.
0: Yeah, and I met one that was like, "Yeah, man, let's go." And he showed me a sweet video of scout, calf scouts riding motorcycles in the jungle, jumping out of airplanes, I saw and you were that
3: hooked.
0: I was like, yeah. "Fuck yeah, let's go!" I'm gonna that do is nothing that we did. Oh, I was like, I want to go do some James Bond shit, and then you were get you... stuck in a fucking Bradley fighting vehicle. You're like, "This is was not what situation... I want to do." Yeah, push for him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Was there ever a situation for either one of you guys where you're in, well, it's kind of two questions. Was there ever a, like a super scary situation, like a life or death situation that you encountered? And number two, was there ever just a situation where you're laying in your bunk or you're doing something and you're like, what the fuck am I doing?
2: Yeah. So let me answer first. All right. So I was at Hooters <laughs> and um, <laughs> I just met this I was really questioning what the fuck I'm doing.
0: No, I look, (laughs) I'll answer the second one. Um, I think, you know, when you go into like holding rock, like when you first get there, like before your basics going to start, like, so you, you get shipped to your, your, uh, basic training advanced, uh, what's AIT stand for? I don't even fucking know anymore. Yeah, but your advanced, you, advanced uh, individual advanced. skill training or something. Right. Yeah. And so like we're all at Fort Knox, but our class hadn't started yet. And you're usually there like a week or two before. And you're in this holding, which is just a barracks with a bunch of fucking people who have zero military training. You have no idea what's going on. You're just getting yelled at. You, you have no structure really yet other than like when chow times are and you don't have a, a lot of freedom anymore. When
1: what times? Like chow. Food. Chow. Food. That's what that's what they call or it. Like chow dogs. Times. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you like rumors fly like crazy in that place because no one knows anything yet. Like as a forty two year old guy now, you realize what it is and how chaotic it is, right? It's just the start of them breaking you down as a person. And so you, you, you like lose your thoughts and kind of become part of a system and part of something bigger. Right. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're in there, but you're not like gaining anything yet. It's just, you're, you are slowly being stripped away. And I just remember sitting there thinking to myself, what the fuck have I done?
1: Mm. And, and And how, how far along in was that moment? Two Every days, day.
2: two
0: days. <laughs> Two days into it, I was like, what the fuck did I just sign up for? Oh, wow. wow. Because yeah. you're in there with everyone. Uh, the people who are going to hand you your uniforms, I forget what they're called, supply clerks, right, to the accountants, to some other people who are going into combat arm shit, to combat support, like, everybody's in there. And you're looking around the room going, this cannot be – who I'm going to go on this crazy journey with. If it is, I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> like, that's what went through my head, right? Like, and then you get out of that and you get into your group, mm. right? Or your people, like other Cav Scouts, other armor people, right? Like you're all kind of together and you realize, all right, these these people are fighting people. <laughs> these are people I'd spend time in a foxhole with, Right. And you start to gain like some confidence, right? Like they strip you down and then build okay. you back up into what they want. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's I'll help
2: you here. so Ross, every branch of the military, you pick your job and you're gonna go to that training Or just talking about, right? Well, basic training than AIT. Okay. Every branch except for the Marine Corps. Yeah. The Marine Corps, you go through basic training and they tell you what kind of man you're gonna be. So if you're a big pussy, the chances of you being an eleven Bravo Infantry are fucking slim to none. It's like the 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 Marine Corps has it figured out, right? So if I have the big old dumbass who can't do anything, I ain't gonna put him on the line. I'm mm-hmm. gonna put him as like a fucking radio operator, cook. So Marine Corps can do that. Okay. Army, Navy, um, Coast Guard, and Air Force. You pick your job and you have to take that person so if i'm big fat dumb and i'm like but i chose infantry and i'm gonna be in an infantry platoon and i'm gonna be like fuck that's why we have movies about the dumbasses who get shot right you mm-hmm. know what i mean so anyways that's very important to understand we chose what we want to do gotcha i didn't so realize you had that yeah. Through, right? yeah the marine corps is the only unit that doesn't get to choose no, no go to basic training and they're like you can make recommendations. It's like a fucking thank you card, Karen. What's your number one, number two, number three, number fourth choice? Uh, uh, yeah, and you have aptitude. You have um, your your training for your meds yeah. and all that shit. Yeah, and then you have um, <clears throat> how you do your peer review. So your drill sergeants, your cadre, all that stuff give you a review, and they kind of tell you, uh, "Yeah, that guy is never going to be a medic. He fucking passes out when he
1: sees blood." Right. Know? Right. Right. Yeah. yeah
2: but and I was in Iraq with a person who literally did not like blood and she was her medic.
1: Ugh.
2: I shit you not. Oh geez. So she chose her job knowing she doesn't like blood and I still ended up with that person. Right. And I'm like, that's not going to be really good. Right. So I, I, I prefer the Marine Corps method to be quite frank with a little bit less,
1: you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, like I think there's, I respect their, uh, their mantra, right, is that everybody's a Marine. You just do different shit, right? So they train everybody to, to be a Marine, but then as they go through the process, they kind of weed them out. And you yeah, can you yeah, get yeah. to choose your job in the Army based on your intelligence, right? You do have to take, they call it an ASVAB, or an ASFAB. Am I saying that right? ASVAB. Um, mm-hmm. Test that basically like determines how smart you are. And then based on what you, (laughs) what you score, you can, you can choose different things. Um, but that being said, like once you get into, you know, basic AIT, I don't know about you rock, but like my drills, my drill sergeants, um, they did a, they worked really hard to weed out the pussies. They broke, they broke those guys more than anybody on the planet so when you say weed
1: out the pussies when they find those pussies are they kicking them out are they
0: or are those the guys that go and, and be cooks and stuff yeah. like that, that you um well, i mean look yeah. if they if they survive and they eat, i say survive, survive right? like survives right. survives a, uh that's yeah that's very you know uh, yeah. flippant to say yeah. if they can get through yeah. what that drill sergeant deems is like mm-hmm. what they need to get through right and it's just more intense um, then they'll they'll say, yeah, man, you can go, you can go be a part of a unit, but more than yeah. likely, what happens is those people they break down, right? Whether either they 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 suffer a significant injury or they mentally like wash out, and they get what they called like recycled. And when they get recycled, they essentially get sent to something else.
1: Gotcha, makes sense.
0: So huh. they try to weed it, them out. It, it, and you guys did this for
1: uh, how long? For Front? <laughs> no. For how long? Uh,
2: yeah, no. So it's like, what, 12 weeks, I think, is basic. And then maybe another. I think
0: it's 16.
2: Eight weeks.
0: I thought it was 16.
2: Yeah. Six, yeah. Or 16 weeks are basic. Um, And I think it's like another 16 to 24, depending on your job. Yeah. To go to AIT. But Jeff and I never left. We stayed in the same because Fort Knox is a home of armor and that's the branch we belonged under. Um, it's a long story. We don't need to go down that
1: path. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you boys. I appreciate everything you guys do. I I couldn't do it. I'll tell you that, you know, I appreciate you. Yeah. Maybe now. Um, Yeah. But I, uh, man, that that's, that's pretty, uh, pretty awesome of you guys. I love you guys. So so I have
2: this idea. Oh, Ross. Um, and and how you can, you know, thank Jeff and I is, um, give us a fat salary and we'll be your security when you go places <laughs> like Tiger Woods house to fucking <laughs> DJ or JJ Watts wedding. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But done. I think you need somebody to protect you. And Let's go. I don't need, we, I don't need insurance. Um, Jeff, Jeff, me insurance. We go to go through the VA. Yeah, that's fine. Hire us, Ross. That's fine. Give us millions of dollars, and we will protect you in your life.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, you're <laughs> trying to convince me to do that, but I'm 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 down to do it. Millions of dollars, I'm not down quite yet, but I'll be right. there when you know.
2: We'll be there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're we're big boys with guns, man, and we can negotiate the couch. I just want to hang out with like Tiger Woods and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all do. And I'll protect you. I'll protect you from okay. bad boys. Okay, Okay, Mike. Okay,
0: Mike. Okay, Mike.
2: Golly. So yeah. Any any I, other I, fun I still stories? I said, "Go on this Hooter story." Oh, oh, the Hooters! Oh my God.
1: Oh <laughs> I think man. Of something I can tell you that's relatively PG. No, save it, save it. We don't want Je, We don't want Jeff's podcast to get shut down. It just started.
0: Hey. He's fine. Remember that time you bounced that dude's head off a bar table at uh, in uh, <laughs> Elizabethtown because he sat in my seat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did, did he refuse to get out of your seat and that's why you, you you beat his ass uh ish so it's a funny story um i'm sure this guy's all right uh <laughs> although maybe not um yeah no I, like we were sitting at a bar was
1: this in the service era or we were or
0: yeah we were kentucky We were sitting at, we were at a bar, um, drinking, it's getting crowded. Uh, I get up to go to the bathroom and I come back and this guy's in my seat and I just kind of like, look at rock. I'm like, what the fuck? And Rocky takes.
1: So he's in your seat, like, uh, at your table, like you guys, or was it? No, we were uh, at the bar.
0: Oh, the bar. Right. But like my drinks there, keys, right? Like, you know, someone was sitting there. Okay. right it's just a drunk ass you know being a being a dick um a townie right uh, uh which is something uh, like you you run into a lot um you rec- you realize like they kind of like don't like the fact that there's a military base there and so they kind of they they just kind of like they tr- they test it is that, would that be a good way to put that rock? Cause they kind of, they test yeah. it.
1: Yeah. No, I see that. sure. For sure. sure man syndrome. You yeah. You see the movies. Colleges. Yeah. 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 They just want
0: to, they just want to see if they're man enough. Right. Um, yeah. and this guy, you know, he's, he's in my seat and I'm like, Hey man, that's my seat. And he he's basically like, fuck you. And I'm like, I just kind of started laughing. Was
1: he laughing. big? Was he small? What's his uh,
0: medium? Medium. medium. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Nobody was big to us matter. back then. It
1: doesn't matter if he's big, small, yeah. short, medium. Like, nobody was
0: business. big to us back then, dude. We were fucking bulletproof. <laughs> right? And I just kind of, like, turned to Rock, and I and I, I looked at him, and I'm like, can you believe this fucking guy? And I'm just, like, laughing. And Rocky, I don't know, was on one that night and, and decided, tonight's the night. And so he just walked up to the guy, and the guy, like, turned around. He got out of the seat when I asked him. And he put his back on the bar and was staring at me. And I'm just like looking over to my right, like, can you believe this fucking guy? And Rocky walks over to him and is like whispering in his ear. Okay. And,
3: <laughs> and I'm like,
0: you know, three feet away, I'm like, what's happening? Like, why is he whispering yeah. in his ear? I'm, you know, I'm figuring he's saying something. And I don't know if the guy said something to you or not. He didn't. But Rock, no. like, he's in the middle of whispering to his ear and he just, out of nowhere like forearm slash elbow to this guy's fucking face slams his fucking head on the fucking bar table i mean and this guy just went boom down onto the ground and the place was packed and so we then and we had reek with us we ducked (laughs) let's go we ducked and we were like low like not low crawling but we were like crouched like oh, yeah. below the crowd level and like kind of like trying to scramble out of there yeah. and i'm sitting here thinking i think that guy like might have broke his neck like that's how quickly you turned his ass over yeah. <laughs> and like yeah, bent him backwards yeah. and slammed his fucking head off the off the fucking table i mean this guy bounced and then went face first onto the ground we were just like all right time to go oh dude i <laughs> oh, when i was in God. the military
2: ross i mean even growing up in high school and middle school I got in a shit ton of fights. Uh, true story. I've probably been suspended 20 plus times. And ex- <laughs> I've been, I have been expelled. Oh, yeah. We're not gonna go to twice uh, from two different high schools in my, my tenure. And David the Homecoming Queen. For for, for
1: fighting? Most of it was fighting.
2: Expelled was other
1: shit. Okay. We're gonna save that conversation for later. Okay. Um, I have a question.
0: But, uh, have you, oh you ever no been God. in a fight,
1: Ross? No, never. Never? Dude, there, there, there was there was a couple of times in like uh maybe my freshman year, 8th grade year maybe, that I got into a couple of good pushy matches that almost escalated into it and then it got broken up and nothing ever happened. But no, man. Like I've talked myself into so many fights and then I've talked myself right out of those fights. But I'm just, I don't know, man. I'm never, I'm never really around it too much. I'm so fascinated by fighting though too. Like my wife is always yeah. like, why are you, why are you watching fighting videos? Uh, I don't know, maybe because I've never been in a fight that I'm just so fascinated on how it like goes down and how it ends and who jumps in and who doesn't, and who breaks this, Did that person survive. He got knocked the fuck out. You know, the, there's just so yeah. many elements with the fighting that it's like, it's, it's like super scary, but then it's like super fucking awesome at the same time. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I, I, I,
0: I love these stories. There, have well, been too many that I look back on now and go, yeah. "God damn, dude!"
2: Like, yeah, we're lucky. I was just gonna
0: say, we're lucky. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: you know, for somebody to sit in someone's chair and for you just to smash his head on the table like that—that that to me seems a little extreme.
0: I've never been. Well, like that. look, he asked for it. If Rocky wouldn't have done it, I was going to do it like four seconds later.
1: What would you whisper to this guy? I can't remember. Honestly, I can't. Um, if I had to guess. Stupid. Something yeah, in the nature of like.
2: No, no, no. I'm going against that. I didn't fight for no problem. I like to fight to fight. Sometimes I like to fight. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. So I yeah. can't say that I wouldn't have done anything. To be honest with you, that guy was probably my size or bigger. He yeah. was being a dumbass. And I probably whispered something like, um, uh, don't be a fuckface. Get yeah. the fuck out and we'll go apologize to my friend. And he probably immediately said what or no or something. I just reacted, right? So there's times, dude, do you remember down, oh, God, what was it? In Louisville, that strip where all the college kids were. Mm-hmm. And my buddy, Dil- you remember Dylan that night? Mm-hmm. So it's me, Jeff, and Dylan. Dylan is a little, uh, if he was an animal, he'd be a weasel, okay? Two frat boys are walking past us three, and one of the frat boys just literally bumps into Dylan as hard as he can and acted like it was nothing. Mm. I just so happened to be the third person walking, and as soon as I saw that, without any words, nothing, I threw one right cross, and I this guy is out fucking cold, stiff. Arms up in the air, and, oh, oh yeah, Dylan looks, and he's like, you got knocked the fuck out. I'm standing there (laughs) protecting Dylan. We're all like, what the fuck? And then the guy's, like, just backed away. Like, he wanted nothing of any one of four or three of us that were there, but no provocation whatsoever. And and I'm not saying that's a brag. I'm just saying... As I'm older now, yeah, a lot uh, of less fighting, more love. A
0: lot of those stories.
2: What could happen?
0: A lot of those you you think back on and you're like Jesus Christ, like yeah, that could that could have gone gone a thousand different ways, and I'm lucky it didn't. Right?
2: Yeah, I I probably (laughs) and again I'm not trying to brag. I'm no UFC fighter. I've been in at least probably 100 to 200 fights. God, that's crazy! I swear to God, some sanction. Yeah, some yeah. Not. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, two, some
0: sanction. You did sanction yeah. fights. Uh,
1: so
2: I know. Oh my God! Let me get to my point. Ask me about the sanction fight,
0: okay? Jeff,
2: I don't think you know this, dude. Um, but two times I fought where I knew I didn't care, but two times it bit me in the ass. Once it was a cop son. <laughs> That, that didn't end up very well. That's almost pretty much for the entire reason I told you why I got expelled the first time was because of that. Um, yeah, man, you just got to watch out what you do. So now I teach my kids to be ready to fight or be a lover, man. Try to try to fix everything because God damn, dude, I had a buddy that actually got into a fight, hit a kid, he hit his head and became like a paraplegic.
1: Yeah, and this yeah. was in high
2: school, and you're like, "What?" The? And it was a simple high school fight.
1: Yeah, that's the part that scares me. That. Like when you're just saying, like that 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 guy in Louisville, mm-hmm. like his hands just go straight up like that. Like for sure, type of stuff that scares me is like that one little punch because you're pissed off for two seconds, wow. and then boom, you do something. Yeah. And you're like your your whole life just changes. Like for sure, you oh yeah, 100%. Know, you know, My boy down here, Rob. Is reminds me a lot of you, Rocky, just like thrives off of fighting and uh you know that boxing that you see that you see that boxing uh game at a lot of bars where you punch the bag as hard as you can. It goes oh, up to yeah. nine it goes I up do
2: to that all the time.
1: So like I hit it and I hit it and I get like in the five or six hundreds <laughs> and like it goes that up high, it goes high? up to, <laughs> no, it goes, it goes up to 999. <laughs> Fuck you. It goes up to 999. My boy Rob is probably like you. It just constantly 999 all the fucking time. It's like 996, 997. Anyways, he was at a bar. Uh God, this is probably like 2 years ago now, but he was at a bar. He went back to these older girls' houses. So he's my age, a little little younger, so he's probably like 30, 37, 38 he went back to somebody's apartment they were in their 50s maybe these two chicks and I think he was trying to uh, he was going back to get some weed I think and just to kind of hang out with them anyways he was so fucked up at the apartment was some old dude okay and I think this old dude was over 65 years old (laughs) and that 65 year old said hey who the fuck are you get the fuck out of my house and I think those two women and him were all roommates in this apartment that guy rob my buddy rob knocked his ass out beat the (laughs) shit out of him and uh but when you're beating up a 65 year old guy that's like hitting a baby we find out in the court of law so now he's been dealing with uh he just he just got out he was in jail for a year he was supposed to serve like eight years and he did he that's did a year. Crazy. Yeah. But like that's the type of shit, man, that
0: just it just correct ah, that it scares me, man. Yeah. Correct.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. You ever you yeah. ever been beat up, Rock? You ever yeah. lost a fight or felt like you lost a fight?
2: Um, yes. And that goes to the sanctioned fight thing. Okay. So um like street fight wise, and again, I don't want to sound cocky. I've never lost a fight. Probably because 80 to 85% I tell my boys this I'm the first to punch.
1: Yeah, I I, that's, that's what Rob about. always says. Rob is always, yeah, like, so, gotta be the first to punch.
2: You know, if that's you want to walk around and find out, great. But I promise you, I will be the first in the quick. Like, that's what I teach my kids strike hard, strike fast. We joke around with the, the military saying, but.
0: Yeah, Cobra Kai 100%. It's a you
2: Cobra to, Kai thing yeah, all day, um, So I'll give you a uh, I'll give you a small background Because this is the probably the only time I literally got my shit handed to me So I thought it was tough It was about 16, 17 at the time I just graduated high school It's probably 17 I graduated early Because I got kicked out of high school And so I go to motorcycle rallies and part of my job, I I sold sunglasses. I worked for a company called liquid eyewear. So my first year ever, my boss is like, do you want to go to Sturgis? I said, fuck yeah. So I'm 17 ish, maybe 18 at the top. I do have a fake ID. I'm working the event and I ended up going into a bar that promoted bare knuckle boxing. And if you sign up, um, you're guaranteed to drink that night for free. But if you win, you can drink the rest of the week for free. So that was their their kicker. So the guy that I was working next to in the tent, so I, I had a booth in his booth, he was my ring man. And I said, dude, I don't know what's going to happen. I thought I was really confident. And, and I was. And I said, I need you to be in my corner. He's like, all right. I mean, this kid's probably roughly 20 years old. He has no idea what's going on. So I think I'm tough shit. So I'm 18, probably. I mean, I'm 6'2", so probably 200 pounds. I thought I was the shit. My first fight, I go against a biker that's like 350 pounds, just all fat. I beat the living shit out of him within 30 seconds. Mm. So bad they stopped the fight. And I'm like fuck yeah so I'm on cloud nine I'm in the heavyweight division so <clears throat> I sit out one fight for like five minutes and then I go into the heavyweight uh, championship at Sturgis oh my god and I look at this guy he looked like Jesus about six foot two 140 pounds skinny white boy curly brown hair beard all the way down to his back.
1: Knows jujitsu. My
2: confidence level goes to five thousand. Okay, I just beat the shit out of the Fat Biker. I think I'm 18. I'm invincible. And it's the it's three rounds, three minutes each round, and best of three, right? Or, or, or let's knock him out. Round one dings. This fucking guy throws a roundhouse kick. Right to my temple. Oh my god. I can't see for pretty much the rest of the fight. He beats the living shit out of me for the first round. We ding. I think I landed a half of a punch in three minutes. We go to the second round. He knocks me over twice and just beats the shit out of me. I have a broken nose. Two black eyes at this point, <laughs> like literally, like what, what, what pursued. My eyes swollen shut, and my ring guy, who I just met, I'm like, he's like, you want me to throw the towel? I'm like, no, he hasn't knocked me out. He's knocked me down, but not out. We go to the third round. He pummels the living shit out of me. Actually, the third round is when he broke my nose. Um, I never went out, but I'll tell you, I went down every round, man. Man, he beat the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> Never been beat be that bad in my life. Um, I had to work for the next day. I walked out for I those little guys, man. Yeah, dude, I you had two do. black eyes, broken nose, puffy lip, fucking cauliflower deer. And all I got to do was drink for, for a day for free. <laughs> that's hilarious.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, man. Like, in in a modern fight, you just don't know what people have these days. I feel like when we grew up, mm-hmm. it was like your traditional fist fighting. And now it's like, oh. you, don't know, you don't know what the hell these people oh. have and what I they're for- going to do, who's going to jump in. For- <laughs> yep.
2: I forgot to tell you. So at the end of the fight, obviously he's the fucking winner. The ref puts his fucking hand up. He hugs me and I said, who the fuck are you? Like, I mean, he was like Jason Bourne. He fucked me up that yeah. bad. I mean, where I'm saying that for hey, three suit. minutes, uh, 120 punches to maybe two.
3: Okay. He <laughs> fucked me up. I said, "Who are you?" You know,
2: and he looks at me and he's like, "You thought, well." He's like, "I do this every year." He's like, "I'm from Black Hills, and I own and run the jujitsu." Oh, of California. course,
1: I knew it. He knew was it.
2: a fucking professional fighter. He comes up and then he would win like three to five hundred bucks and drink for free every day for seven days. So he's like, "I love this shit." You know, That's like, fucking hilarious. Said, Mira, young, Mira. But yeah, I know, dude. Jesus, by the way, Jesus yeah. was his name. Yeah, dude, I mean, he was fucking. He was Jesus
3: bad, whoops. He yeah.
1: yeah. Jiu Jitsu's yeah. where it's at right now, man. It seems like everybody's getting in on that.
0: That's classic. Mm. Oh, 100%. So that was your oh, sanction fight. Boys, Good boys, shit. Boys. Good shit, man. Well, boys, uh we're two hours plus. I think it's a good time to to oh call God. it for the for the evening uh, on Rocky getting beat up by Jesus. It's a that's a that's a fitting end.
1: It's a good way to end it, baby. It's a fitting end.
0: Yeah, but no. Uh, hey, thank you both for jumping on and sharing some ridiculous ridiculous stories. Uh yeah, <laughs> this is the rocky show today, man. I I listen. It always is.
2: It's not my show, man.
0: I, know, uh,
1: I, I it always I know about is, you, man. It's like the stories just never end with you, man. And your yeah, detail, man. like I remember a lot of stories that I go through, a lot of shit that happens in my life, but I don't know the d. De- I don't remember details the way that you do. You know, depends on the like, story your stories are great your stories are great but, hey, I, is, I hope man, that, hey next time hey next time I want to hear about that American flag story with your neighbor that that ended up on the uh, local ooh. news
0: oh
2: my god how do you know about that
1: yeah you I, texted I us on, no I remember seeing on Facebook I remember uh, I remember I'm, seeing you posting pictures uh, of you buying every American flag in the city of Denver or Colorado Springs yeah, in, yeah. In, in your neighbor's yard and your neighbor has 4,000 American flags in his yard
2: it went to WalMarts in hundred miles and bought every American flag.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. America. Next yeah. time, America.
2: But let's do it. Do it on three way again. I don't. I just don't want to talk to Jeff.
0: I love you, boys. Appreciate you, that. Boys. Yeah, love you all, Jeff. Thanks for having us on, dude. Without a doubt, thanks, man. Dude. Thanks for being on. Love you guys. You guys be good. Take it easy. See you, buddy. Love you, boys. All right, that wraps up another episode of Only the Important Stuff. Hope you all are enjoying this. If you would, like, share, comment, subscribe, rate, tell a friend, do whatever you got to do. But help, help a brother out. It means a lot. Uh, and I want to thank all of you for checking this out on a weekly basis. That means the world to me. Keep listening. Keep grinding. Do some good and be good, everybody.